Hello, and welcome to Real Leadership, Life, Love, and Leadership. I'm Tom Ray, and uh, currently my co-host, Bert Koppel, is uh, out of town, and uh, so I'll be running this alone today, but I'm not alone. I have someone special on the line today uh, joining me. Uh, it's Latanya, excuse me, Latana Marshall Smith. She's founder of You Don't Know My Story, an author and playwright and owner of All About Linen. So, uh, uh, Latana, can you say hello for us? Hello. Good morning, everyone. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for being a part of today's podcast. Uh, we are very excited to continue the series on dreaming. Uh, dreaming dreams and and uh, believing that the best is yet to come. Uh, so, Latana, we we like to kick off every podcast with an attitude of gratitude. So, can you share something with us that you're thankful for today? Well, on this one, I am thankful for life, and I'm also thankful for my mind because minds matter. Awesome. Uh, myself, um, I'm thankful for Pete Purcell. Um, mm-hmm. He was on our worship team at our church, and uh, he passed away suddenly a few days ago. And so, uh, certainly miss him and uh, and his playing music with me uh, week after week. And I'm thankful for his his uh, smiles and cheers and, and and all those things that he brought to people, encouraging uh, information mm-hmm. that he brought to people. So, uh, so that's mine. Okay, so here we are today, and, and by the way, uh, Latana is uh, one of the students in the Destiny School of Ministry, and uh, we were talking about the subject of dream um, in the class, and she shared her dream with me, and I thought, man, everybody needs to hear this, uh, because it's such great information uh, to share. So uh, let's kind of dive into this thing, and just to set this up with everybody, this is a continuation okay. uh, of talking about dreaming um we're we're uh, getting ready to do a, a a mastermind and and dream night kicking off on march 20th uh at uh, in warren michigan uh, for more information for that go to realleadershipcompany.com uh to get registered for that but it's going to be awesome dream night hey it's going to be great for couples for singles for uh for business owners uh, just anybody, really, that wants to dream together, to uh, move on together, and, and see great things happen. So let's let's unpack your story, Latana, and, and tell us a little bit about yourself and and uh, kind of what's happened to bring you to where you're at today. Okay. Well, my name is Latana Marshall Smith. Um, I'm married, and I have two children, a son that's in college in Siena Heights, and um, my daughter' name is Kenya, Chef Kenya Marshall. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. Like you said, I, I own uh, All About Linen. It's a catering and event planning company um, that we rent out tablecloths and chair covers, and we come out and we decorate your event. Um, and also, I'm a playwright. Um, also, a, a, a author. I have three books. Two currently this on Amazon, and I have a up and coming book signing for my third one. And um, I'm also the founder of You Don't Know My Story, uh, and You Don't Know My Story. This is our annual, this is our third annual 
benefit dinner um, that we're going to put on on March the 21st. Um, so, and I'm also a, a minister, just as well, and a student at Destiny. That's great. So you got a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you didn't have all that going on uh, right. until just a few years ago, right? So why don't you share how that all came to be? That all came to be, um, it started from 2014. My sister, uh, my baby sister, she had epilepsy, and um, she passed away at 40 years old. And when she passed away, um, things, I kept busy. Um, uh, Tremendously just kept busy. It just seemed like I just couldn't get into the place of grieving at that time because um, I definitely know that she went home to glory. You know, um, God let me know that. So, because I trust him. So I continued on and continued on, just kept busy. But during that process, um, I began to um, go through different type of changes that I, I felt like it was very unusual for me. Then May 2015, um, I began to just pray and just ask God to just heal my heart, you know, of her passing. And, you know, I started going through my own different situations. So um, God started telling me that I need to leave and I was like, leave, leave where, you know? So he said, hey, you, you need to get out of here. You need to just take a road trip. I took a road trip. And I ended up taking a road trip, and I landed in Georgia. And when I landed in Georgia, I actually applied, and I ended up getting a job and um, apartment and everything. And started staying there. So my daughter, which is, she's 30 now, but um, she was like 25, I think, then. She end up uh, coming to Georgia just as well. And so she was there for like about two weeks. She told me that God said it was time for me to go back home. I had been there probably like a three or four months or so, and she was telling me that I need to go back home. And I was very, you know, like, no way, no way. I know God sent me here. Um, I'm fine. There's nothing going on. And, and I began to... Um, Every day uh, from the time that I left, I have been just chewing on the scriptures of Genesis 12, 1, 2, and 3. And I just did that every single day. You know, when I wake up, when I go to bed, you know, that's just what I did, you know, just to keep me through, keep my mind clear and um, just just stay focused. So when she told me that, I began to like, no way, I don't know. I know God ain't told you that because I know what he told me. So. Um, my daughter also, she's a woman of God, and she's also a minister. So I do believe um, what God does with her, um, with the anointed that's on her life. So mm -hmm. I didn't want to disclaim it as though that she don't know what she's talking about, you know. So right. I lay before God um, because that's the only way I could be able to get my answer, you know. So mm -hmm. um, she had a prayer shawl, so I took her prayer shawl. And I laid before God, and it covered me from the top of my head to to the sole of my feet. The shawl, the prayer shawl, it had the word of power, and I actually laid just on the floor, and um, and I began to start, I started off with prayer because I was asking God to give me understanding, give me directions, um, show me what He want me to do, you know, and I was just again just pray and just pour out to Him. 
And as I was praying, I prayed so long, then I'm, I'm drifting off and um, I didn't drift into a sleep. Um, God began to deal with me and began to show me what he wants me to do. And he began to tell me that I want you to put 100 people um, in a room. And that's all he said to me, in a room. And I said, oh, wow. Then I'm just in a dream, just getting all these directions. And he's telling me that you want to write a book. You want to do a play. You want to do a movie. And I'm saying, like, oh, wow, I got to do all this. Um, you know, and then I only had, like, 30 days to put this stuff together for starting a book and putting 100 people you know, in a room. And as wow. I came up and I asked God, well, you want me to do this? You know, how would I set everything up and where would I go? Do I stay here in Georgia? Or do I go back to Detroit? And um, he said, you have to go back to Detroit. And I said, well, I don't have any money. Um, how would I put all this stuff together with no finance? And he told me, no worries. He said that he would be the provider. So as I, um, I come out the dream, I get upset because um, I'm getting nervous because I don't know who to call, what you know. So I just called my aunt, and I was just telling her about the dream, and she just told me to just do it. And um, so happened, I see all these texts in my phone because my cousin has just wrote, written a book called Just Do It, but I didn't know it. At the time, I just was, you know, once I came out the dream, I looked through the phone, and I saw that, and I was like, wow, just do it. So... Hmm. I called the cousin and I was like, oh, congratulations. I'm sorry I can't be at your book sign because I'm here in Georgia. She was like, oh, that's just fine. I said, well, by the way, you know, who helped you with your book? And she gave me um, the editor's number. Mm-hmm. I received the number. I called the, uh, the editor right away. And she began to talk to me and ask me, you know, what I want to write about. I had no clue what I want to write about. I began to tell her the story that I lost my sister. So on my mind, I really thought that I wanted to write about my sister, of the confusion, of the hurt and the pain amongst the family, you know, that was happening. So I Mm -hmm. thought I wanted to write about that because the way I was feeling like how I was being treated, you know, so I, you know, it's like I didn't matter. So I didn't know what I wanted to write about, actually. So she gave me a little outline and, I begin to answer the questions, but when I sat down, I begin to just write. And as I begin to write, I end up writing about my dad who has schizophrenia and, mm-hmm. um, and I take care of him. So, um, I just begin to write about from a baby, you know, what I remember from like five years old and up, I begin to just write. And as I started writing, it ended up being more about him. So I said, well, this is what I probably supposed to write about. Cause, um, this is what's flowing out of me. You know what I'm saying? So I just wrote that and I wrote it. I, I think I got finished no more than an hour or two. I was like done. And I called the editor and I told her, how do I send it? Cause she had told me that um, I need to type and all this kind of way. And I'm like, I don't even know how to type. That's what I said. And I said, well, I just write it out. You know, she said, okay, well, well I'll take it. And she was like, it'd be a charge and all that stuff. So, um, mind you, I didn't have any money, didn't know how I was going to pay, pay the editor or anything. And by me doing event planning, um, someone called. And when they called, they said that they needed an event done here in Detroit. So I said to them, like, they didn't know I was in Georgia or anything. And I said, well, okay, well, all you need to be done. And because they sent me the money, so they gave me the airfare. And then they paid me, so they gave me the money to set up 
and pay the editor. And uh, wow. when I did meet up with the editor, the editor began to pray over the manuscript that I wrote. I gave her a binder that I had wrote. She said to me, well, let's pray before we get started. So happened that she was a woman of God. And um, she also was a student at Destiny just as well. But I didn't know that at the time when I met her. And um, she began to pray over the manuscript. And she said that um, she prayed that double doors will open up with this, you know. And once she got it, she started editing everything. But I told her that I needed to be done within 30 days because I gave her the manuscript like at the very end of September and um, the event ended up being November the 15th. So that's the, all the time I have from the end of September to November the 15th. And because of, I had to put together the book signing and that's the day of the book signing. So I had all mm-hmm. the month of October to, to get this done, had to pay for the venue. So I went and got, um, I'm also a caregiver. So I was able to go into a pool agency so that I can do, you know, get work um, to make money to put this all together, you know. So things started flowing. I got tickets. I started selling them and everything. So as I did all that, I did do the book signing. Um, I did send 100 people in there. Um, wow. I sold 100 books. And um, it it just flourished from then on. And so I kept the journey of obedience of what God told me and God shared with me what he was going to do just through those scriptures, 12, if I just be obedient, that he would make my name great, you know? And, um, so I trust him enough to do so. So Mm -hmm. as I did that, I began to, uh, write the play. I didn't know what I was doing when I was writing a play. Um, so I reached out to a couple of people and uh, this one young lady, she was trying to change it up for what I wanted to be. I wanted to be truth. I did not want it to be fiction. I didn't want nothing to be made up because I have enough truth in me that I can share my story, you know. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to share my moments. And I believe the script that she wrote, it was taking all my moments away, you know, that meant yeah. something to me. I didn't use it. So by this time now, I got a job I'm working. So I asked the supervisor, um, is it okay if I just sit here and write this script? I got to get this script out. She said, okay, go ahead. And she allowed me to do that. And I wrote the script like in um, like in three hours. I wrote the script. And, uh, uh-huh. and it started off from there. And so what I did was I did the first play. I did it at my church. And um, 100 people came. So God was just dealing me with 100. Um, he took his time with me with a hundred, just a hundred, just a hundred. That was just my main number, a hundred. And so I did Mm -hmm. the first play, which is called, um, born a mother, uh, born a mother to a father, you know? Um, and I named it that because instead of my father, father and me, I had to mother him. And I began to, God began to show me that, um, this is going to be your open door. All you have to do Mm -hmm. is just trust me. Um, I will open up many, many doors for you. And I trust them. And as I wrote the script, um, God showed me what to um, put in the script, how to set it up, how to just do it all, you know. And um, mm-hmm. and so when I did the play again, I did it to Charles H. Wright. It was just a sold-out show. It was double the people. Mm-hmm. Charles awesome. H. Wright hold 387 seats. So every seat was filled. People were just along the landing 
and everything, and they end up calling the fire marshal because it was so many people. I only wow. did one show, and um, there just was an open door because the book was um, was sharing my life and um, that some people didn't even know about, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, and then it was the subject on uh, mental health, mm-hmm. you know, and that began to just open up a lot of, you know, a lot of people. So it began to help people in the process. So I really realized what God was doing with me. He was, you know, using me to share my story, but also be an impact to the people just as well. Mm -hmm. Um, God used the play as a setup, you know, like, Mm -hmm. okay, come see this play, but you don't know who I got in charge of this play. You don't know that this is a powerful woman of God that I'm going to have her minister you right there on that stage while you chatting on saying, oh, this was a good play. God used me to minister to all those people at that time, you know, um, mm-hmm. without nobody cutting me off or I'm up under somebody else's timeline. But I was able to, um, like I say, minister to the people, you know, how to just trust God no matter what. No matter if somebody's trying to tell you, um, well, you can't do that. You ain't got enough time. You ain't got enough money. Uh, you can't do that. But I know what God showed me in my dreams. You know, and God has been dealing with me all my life with dreams. And um, it's just that I didn't understand them because I wasn't um, mature uh far as in my word. Um, I wasn't there yet. But God worked me on way up my little ladder on up, and he took his time with me. You know what I'm saying? He was so gentle with me so that I can trust him enough to know that he got me. And from then on, I began to, I did the first annual of You Don't Know My Story. Then I did the next one in that book. I began to write a story about my sister. It's called Mm -hmm. The Sister's Love. And so that was the second book. And I did the second um, benefit dinner on epilepsy. Um, And it just went on and went on and on because um, I truly believe that when God um, took my sister to glory, he birthed this out of me. Because I never said I want to be no playwright or no author. This is something that God designed. This is something that God set up. This is something that God, this this one of the purposes that he wanted to use me for. So mm-hmm. I I went on to accept, you know, the duties of what God wanted me to do, to be in discipleship, you know, that I'm discipling the people, I'm educating people, um, that something that... Um, especially in the um, African-American um, culture, that they do not like to talk about mental illness, um, for that most, uh, not no sickness, really, you know. So um, I was able to open that wide open to really, really educate them and how is a, um, how you take care of your parent and not give up on your parents no matter what. You know, um, mm-hmm. because my dad has this mental condition um, right. that most of the time people, what you do, you you lock them up. I can't deal with it. I'm not going to deal with it. And, you know, I'm, on, I'm the only child that my dad has. So, uh, but God has given me the strength. He has given me the power and authority to handle it. You know what I'm saying? He, um, don't get me wrong, I do get tired, but God pulled that supernatural strength right up in me and let me mm-hmm. know that I got this. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's That's been a incredible. blessing. And how, um, as you 
continue on and you follow your dream, that how you will reap your harvest. And now I'm receiving my harvest because I just stay so faithful to what God wanted me to do, not what nobody else wanted to do, not what I wanted to do, is what God wanted me to do. So basically, in my dream, God told me this is what I want you to do. You know, so, um, but it was, it's a great journey and I'm still on the journey and I call it a journey of obedience. And um, so I ended up writing my third book and it's called Grandma's Hands. Um, That is a tribute to my grandmothers. They uh, have two alive and um, my brother and sister's grandmother, she ended up being my grandmother just as well. She played a major part too. So it's a tribute to these three women, um, that really blessed me and um, molded me to who I am today. So um, I just want to get a tribute to them in a book mm-hmm. than just obituary. Okay. Right. Um, right. So I, I just want them to know that how I just appreciate them so much. So um, now I'm on my third annual benefit dinner just as well, which is called, you don't know my story. Um, we also, um, bringing awareness with uh, brain injury, Hmm. Um, traumatic brain injury. Um, My daughter ended up with a brain injury due to her job. She's a chef, and her executive chef dropped a can on her head. And from then on, um, she ended up with a concussion. From the concussion, ended up being brain injury, being uh, having seizures and blackouts and you know, just going through the motions with this injury. So we bring an awareness so that um, we could be able to educate people about brain injury because brain injury is, is invisible. A lot of conditions are invisible because if you don't tell someone that a person is going through certain things, they would not know. So, mm-hmm. but um, in her case, definitely, you look at her, she looks fine. Um, you know, she still can talk and everything, but is invisible of her condition, you know, so... Um, we bring that awareness. Um, March the 21st at the Blossom Heath in St. Clair Shores, um, off of Jefferson. Um, it's going to be serving dinner just as well, and tickets are $25. We also have a great panel, a Power Pack Women panel um, that we're going to be discussing the P's of life. And um, myself wow. be speaking, and six other ladies be speaking just as well and we're going to have a host of vendors and entertainment just as well and we're going to be giving God all the glory because um, I'm celebrating the everything in threes in my life God allowed me to do three plays three books I have three sets of grandparents I went to three high schools everything is about three with me so uh, I, <laughs> I'm the oldest out of three, you know what I'm saying? I have been through three denominations. I mean, everything is in three with me. So mm-hmm. I have three parents, I have three dads, and I have one mother. So everything is in three. But my husband, I only have oh. one husband. So uh, <laughs> and two children. But other than that, it's in three. So um, oh. I'm just giving God really all the glory for where he has brought me from, you know, so um, I say stay encouraged, um, trust your dreams, trust God. I say pray, trust, and wait. And um, you watch what God will do for you, you know what I'm saying? Because um, mm. God is everything, and we have to make him our everything. He gives us enough that we can be that billionaire. 
you know, we can um, be a, just think abundantly at all times, right, Doctor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that we uh, that we just reach for the skies, you know. What I'm saying the skies is yeah. the limit, and um, I trust. Uh, I say to everyone that's um, that's listening, you know, really, really trust God. You know, um, if God allows you to dream, be that dreamer and uh, fulfill your dream because He allows you to do it because He allows you to dream. If He allows you to dream, that means that He wants you to fulfill that you know, mm-hmm. and um, go after your heart. Whatever's on your heart, know that that is your purpose. So wow. I say, you know, and I, I'm i just excited. I'm just excited about what God is doing, and he's definitely going to do some great things on March the 21st because now mm-hmm. God has put me in position to um, pull things together, and now I know who I am. I know now what that scripture means, Genesis one, two, and three. It was just really being obedient. God was showing me the obedience. You know what I'm saying? He was showing me that even though that people rejected you or say you can't do it, and he said, just wait. Wait, what? watch what I do. Now I'll make your name great. Hmm. You know, um, yeah. the last of this, I just want to share this one. It's a little funny, but um, it was my uncle. And he said to me when I gave him the first book, I have a, a little girl on a picture with two ponytails or whatever. So he said to me, I know you could have got a picture of your little nappy head self. That's what he said to me, right? <laughs> so yeah. I said to him in a calmly way, because I am a woman of God, you know, and uh, to speak your response, you have to be careful with the response that you give. And I had to remember what God showed me in those scriptures. He said, I said, well, in God's word, he said he didn't want to make my face great. He said he wanted to make my name great. And you can look that up in Genesis 12, 1, 2, and 3. And that's what I yeah. shared with my uncle. And from awesome. then from then on, he began to celebrate me. He began to uh encourage me. He began began to support me because I'm quite sure he went back and read Genesis one two and three. Just yeah. by my response. So um yeah, so it's 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 good though. It's it's really good. I just I'm just excited and um you all can just reach out to me. Um you can call me at three one three four five nine eight two five five three one three four five nine eight two five five. You can reach me also at all about linen, A L L A B O U T L I N E N at gmail dot com, and um, I definitely appreciate you for just allowing me to be able to just share, um, and that's yeah. what God really wants us to do is just share to be in, impactful um, to to the people, you know, because we don't know who listens to this, who needs the help, um, right who's trying to fulfill their dream and they have doubt, you know, we bind it out every doubt we, we declaring and we decreeing nothing but greatness over the airways. So I just really, you know, uh, I thank you and I appreciate you for the opportunity. Wow. That is such uh, a lot going on for you. And uh, just, we uh, applaud you and your, and your tenacity to, uh, follow through with with all of this stuff and and let me ask you a quick question that I'm mm-hmm. sure people are wanting to know were you scared 
or fearful yeah. at all in going walking through all of this? Yes, I was definitely scared due to the I was scared. I um, mean, I'm not going to say that uh, it, it was a little excuse me, it was a little fear there, but um, I still had that that unpredictable type of faith. You know, mm -hmm. it tried to get next, it tried to jump on me, but my faith overpowered it, you know, to keep going. Because the God said he got me, I trust him, and I knew that he had me, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, I still had it, but uh, that faith, it was, it's un you can't even explain it, you know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. when he did, when I did end up in Georgia, Georgia, I was on new land. I, I didn't, I had never even been there, not to stay. I didn't been I didn't roll through it, but not to just be there, you know. So I knew nothing yeah. about Georgia at all. So uh, I didn't even know how to work the navigation. So you know I was lost. So <laughs> <laughs> I had to find landmarks, you know. I'm be here in Michigan, and you know I had to use no navigation. I, you know, but here I am in Georgia. I'm like, okay, I got to find me some landmarks, try to get around. But uh, he really placed me on new land. So he he did some. Uh, some prompting to you, uh, gave you the dreams and, and, uh, you know, but you had to take that step. Uh, mm -hmm. it's kind of like Peter stepping out of the boat, uh, mm -hmm. sort of thing. And, uh, and, and taking one step after the other and, and just, and then, and then the awesome thing, you know, one thing led to the other and you got the phone call to, uh, for some work, uh, mm -hmm. which got you back to Detroit. And then, and then you get back to Detroit and then, and then you hustled, um, mm -hmm. the job market so that you could uh, raise the money to uh, create a book and as well as uh, setting up your first benefit and all of that kind of stuff. And then you ended up going down a, a path that you didn't necessarily expect to go down and, and dealing with m mental health and things of that nature. So right. what, what an awesome experience and um, what a story that you had to tell uh it, you know, from the, even the last few years up until now, and mm -hmm. you've not, you've not allowed the past to keep you in bondage. Uh, right. You know, you've decided to uh, settle for more as opposed to settling for less. And, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, there's a, a quote from Margaret Thatcher. It says, you may have to fight a battle more than once to win it. Right. And, uh, and so you've not given up the fight. You've continued to press on. And I, I expect, or I suspect rather that there's going to be greater things that's even to come in your life, um, yes. as a result of all this. And so, uh, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast today. Yes. I'm sure it's going to bless a lot of people, uh, to, Hey, it's just everyday people, uh, stepping out and putting one foot in front of the other and, and seeing dreams come true. And uh, Latana, we're going to have your information uh, posted on the podcast uh, uh, site as well so that uh, people can reach you in regards to okay. all that you have going on. And, and uh, I'm sure that you can even be uh, brought in to speak or to share as well as uh, folks can pick up your books at, at Amazon.com and we'll put a link of those uh, also and uh, we're just so thankful that you were able to be with us today to share your story. I'm sure that it's encouraged someone. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you for just the opportunity to be able to share um, um, because this, this is a push, you know, and um, 
And God said that we have to push past our past. Mm. So, um, and that's the journey that I'm on. I'm just pushing past it. Like, let's go. Awesome. Well, that's great. Again, once again, okay. thank you for being a part. And, okay. and uh, thank you, thank you, everyone else, you. for for listening. And uh, we thank you for being a part of uh, Life, Love, and Leadership. Uh, uh, again, we want to plug the uh, Dream Night coming up on March 20th. Uh, more information about that is on realleadershipcompany.com. Uh, that will also kick off our mastermind centered around the book, Put Your Dream to the Test by John Maxwell. Uh, the mastermind will take place three consecutive Saturdays beginning the 21st at uh, 10 a.m. and uh, will go on for three weeks. And it's going to be a fantastic time to to begin to dream, dream with your spouse, uh, dream, uh, you know, hey, look, we, as we shared in the previous podcast, it doesn't cost anything to dream. So uh, we're going to come together on dream night and just begin to unpack that thing and cast vision and, and get us all uh, excited. And then we're going to get around that book and really dive into that thing. It's going to be fantastic. And we, we hope that each and every one of you listening will be a part of that. Again, go to realleadershipcompany.com. Uh, thank you all once again for listening. And uh, we'll catch you on the next podcast.